the college football experience week two reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that's sports gambling podcast.com slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet today the nfl kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the sports gambling podcast. Go to sports gambling podcast.com slash NFL previews today. And don't forget the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our new NFL contest and 1500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. college football experience week two reaction show and i will be your uh, contestant today behind this no i'm uh, i'm still in vegas if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to my name is colby swinging database dan aka pick done d that's not a pick this is a pick he was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when dundee happened he was a superstar oh man i couldn't find the smoke and drink clip let's go up and I've, I've i've been in vegas a long fucking time you've been doing all, all the right. smoking and drinking you can handle oh man let's be honest Man, I've been in Vegas a long time. I did the morning show, uh, and I hope you you cashed in on some of those bets because I was your boy was on fire today. And uh, shout out! Hopefully, you listened to the pregame show. Mark Wahlberg dropped by. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Shout out to that. But this guy, he's better than Mark Wahlberg. He's got your good vibrations for you. Give it up for <laughs> Farmer, Farmer JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, uh, is that good vibrations or feel the vibration? I feel like good vibrations. <laughs> Beach Boys, you know, what, what, yeah, what you Wahlberg or Beach Boys? Who, who are you taking? Well, I would say Wahlberg or Beach Boys would lose against college football week two. And I yeah. mentioned this. I In mentioned terms of entertainment this. value either way, for sure. It's always the weeks you think are going to be boring that are awesome. Sure. I feel like most 90% of the time we looked at week two, we said, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. Let's move along to week three. This was awesome. Today was unbelievable. I've been in a sports book all day and it was awesome. It was, hey, I had, what's that? As, ain't that the, always the way it works? Movies, everything, you know, birthdays. In my yeah. experience, the ones you don't expect anything from are the ones that deliver the most. Uh, buddy, I had five double digit dogs in the FBS cash today on Boom. the money line on the money line. Now, I did. I did have some tough beats in some other areas. I know last night's uh, 
Boise State game. Or uh, that was just wild. But let's just get to it. Holy shit, what a day of action. We got to start off with what I thought was the biggest crock of shit of the day. You know me. You know I'm an East Coaster. You know I like to complain. The Alabama-Texas game. Now, maybe Alabama scores a touchdown on that final drive. But the, the key note there is they should have had to score a touchdown because that was that was a safety. Yeah. And... Well- and on a key play on that drive, uh, about five minutes after that, they had to kick a field goal, which which was the one they made, uh, where there was a, a blatant face mask on Bijan Robinson that yeah, would have gave them a first and goal. An absolute crock of shit, man. Not to mention uh, a pass interference in the end zone that was pretty blatant earlier in the game on a drive that I'm not 100% sure how it ended but for some reason i think it ended in a field goal i feel like there were a lot of points that were directly on that specific play that were taken off the board or you know would have resulted in like a first and goal situation you know from like the five yard line you know even the bama fans in the sports book knew that shit was a safety it well, was here's what i think it's going to go down as one of the worst calls in college football history what i don't understand is all right the, the in the, in the grasp rule I don't I don't know if that's still in existence, but I do know like forward progress. If if you're essentially in the grasp in any position and your progress is stopped going forward, then you're kind of ruled down, especially a quarterback who they treat with more of the kid gloves. Um, he was his head was almost touching the ground. His feet were up in the air. His you know. shin touches the ground. Even before that, I put the photo up. Go give us a follow on Twitter. Noah Beanick doing great work at TCE on SGPN. Uh, I mean, his his shin touched the ground. That is down by any type of player. We see it all the time sure. with running backs. We see it all the times with wide receivers. That is the word. Look, I hate Texas. I was at a I was, it was like a catch twenty two for me. We were watching this man with some of the douchiest Texas fans. Yeah. So it made me kind of say, well, I kind of want to see their misery. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I will say this. Colby is one of, uh, unlike me, Colby has become immune to Alabama winning so much. It doesn't really bother him anymore. It's just kind of a a thing that happens. You know, he, he's more upset with other teams that he hates winning, you know. And so th- this would be an example of that where if Alabama wins another one, who cares? They're, they always win. But, yeah. you know, he, he doesn't want to I wanted them Texas. to beat Texas 58 nothing to tell you the truth. Yeah, but uh, there's no denying those calls, man. And and it, like, and it, there's no denying. And I'll say this: Alabama's fantastic, but this is the third road game in the Nick Saban era out of conference where you're not accustomed to playing these guys. The others yeah. were Penn State on probation and Duke. Okay, this is the first me. like yeah, first road game in the whole Saban era non-conference against a team that you know has a, a reasonable level of talent or isn't on probation. So it's kind of unbelievable that he's been there since what, 2007. So this is like 15 years now. And this is the first time we've seen this situation play out. Um, it does make you wonder what would have happened if Alabama or any college football team that doesn't play, you know, tough road non-conference games had to play them. You know, you wonder if things would be a lot different. Oh, I, I guarantee you that it's like Calipari with Kentucky you know, he, he, he's notorious for not playing away games and he he's even out. And I, I totally believe 
they're on the same side of that with with football. But what a uh, look! I knew Alabama was going to come down to kick a field goal, and Bryce Young made an unbelievable play. Uh, Dude, I think on the plays, corner they play. went like forty yards. It was so obnoxious. Like, all right, Texas, you're going to hold them to thirteen points for fifty-eight and a half minutes, and then boom, they just yeah. As soon well, as they and, need and look, you, I, I don't want to say like the safety should have been there, and then a potential touchdown. Well, here's the other uh, thing about that 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 safety play. I don't quite really understand the rule on this, so maybe I'm wrong, but. I know there was a wide re- or a running back somewhere in the area, but he was still basically, you know, under pressure where it would have otherwise been a sack, and he threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, and it didn't get there. And so, no, to but me, it doesn't even matter because he's down, dude. There's like you look at the photo; he is a hundred percent down. It does not matter matter if it's intentional grounding. Well, I didn't see that replay, but uh, either way, like the the more angles that this could be a safety that they uh, clearly missed, you know, it makes they it should be fired. They should be fired. If I'm a Texas fan, I am absolutely irate because that, that would have been the biggest win since, since your national championship win uh, in Los Angeles with Vince young. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Like I would be irate. They should be fired. Those refs should at least be suspended for being that bad. I'm missing that Bijan Robinson face mask where they ended up having to kick a field goal. That's Terrible. a how, point in the how, third quarter. How you call that in the first place a roughing the passer when he's yeah. still in he the has process the ball. of throwing the ball <laughs> and you he, there's no helmet to helmet contact. There's barely any contact. Like yeah, uh, they, it they, was terrible. They, they need terrible. to be suspended. Shout out to the chat. Everyone's going along in the chat. It's a wild day. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Shout out to uh shout out, shout out to Dryden in the in the chat. I just met up with him. He's an Oregon State Beaver fan. And uh, no. what an ending that was. Um, there's so much to talk about, man. There really is so much to talk about. I think this is this is why college football is the greatest sport on the planet, man. This was unbelievable. Day, it just was nonstop. I mean, I was just in the sports book five minutes ago watching watching BYU and, and those games. We're going to get to that, but just fucking chaos all day, and it's fucking fantastic. Uh Wake Forest rolls Vandy. Actually, let's just talk. Let, let, let's go. Let's go chronologically here um, on the bigger storylines. Appalachian State in the Sun Belt, Patty C. I think we need to do a solid 20 minutes on the Sun Belt <laughs> because it is here. I am here for all of the glory. I love the Sun Belt. I want to get season tickets to every fucking school in the Sun Belt because it is awesome. I mean, what a showcase. When you add in what Old Dominion did to Virginia Tech, in yep. week one, and you no add doubt. in what happened today. Oh you, man! You, and then you add in. Uh, let me throw my D in the air real quick uh, by association. What JMU did to uh, uh, Middle Tennessee last week, and then Middle Tennessee doing what they did to Colorado State of the Mountain West this week. Yeah, that's in another Colorado too. Yeah, that yeah, that's another really feather in the Sun Belt's cap, making that uh, conference and that division look strong as hell. South Alabama destroyed Central Michigan at Central Michigan. You know, like that Central Michigan might be the best team in the MAC. We don't know yet, but I mean, the Sun Belt shelled out. You go back to the Coastal game week one when they beat Army. I know Army lost again today, but I think Army's still going to be a solid team. Uh, what, uh, Patty C? I was on App Moneyline. I was on yeah. App Moneyline. Guess what else I was on? Oh, you catch some flack uh, in old uh, on Twitter. Oh yeah, someone, someone, someone tweeted me saying. Uh, at least he gave you ago, some, some props for getting idiot. it right. 
Did he? I didn't see that one yet. I've been drinking. Oh, you say congrats. It wasn't. It wasn't much of a uh, a prop, but I. I. But let's talk about this for a second before we get to the Marshall one, which I was also on the money line with Marshall. Um, I had a good feeling about this, and I know we we talked about this on Wednesday. I know you still took app in the points, right? Yeah. I had a good feeling about this. I really did because I thought. A&M doesn't stretch the field. I think Jimbo Fisher is the most overrated coach in America, and I, I, I don't think he would have ever won a national championship had there been a four-team invitational or, or more uh, at Florida State. Or had there um, been a single you know com- competitor in the ACC at the time because Clemson hadn't made it yet. No, but to me, like he got outcoached today. I watched every snap of that game. And I, I thought clearly Appalachian State was the better team. I, I even thought like the guy drops a touchdown – I, I don't know how anyone can sit there and say, and I've seen some. Oh yeah, what was that? Uh, that third and fifteen or so, third and twenty, and they have uh, basically about to close out the game with three and a half minutes left, and they get called for a uh, roughing the passer, a bullshit roughing the passer. It's oh, like that, they, that roughing the passer was such. Today was a really bad day for college football officials. There, yeah. were, it was a really fucking bad day for college football refs because I mean this weekend I, I can't defend what, what was happening and I, I blame it on the NFL. My thing is the NFL sets the precedent; it trickles yeah. down now. Even on uh, Friday with the 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 Louisville uh, UCF nonsense, it was just like all weekend was like, please don't don't be the NFL. But that's yeah. that's what they were doing. Oh man, I mean Appalachian State, man. They're for real, and they've been for real for a long time. I, I mean, man. I think they're they're a great team, man. They they sh- they probably should have beat North Carolina the week. I mean, I, I guess they shouldn't. Imagine North if they were two and zero with yeah. wins over UNC and uh, and A and M right now. They they'd be top twenty five for sure. You would think, right? Yeah, and they should be. They don't get the respect they deserve. When they had all those starters coming back, which I know me and NC Nick were trading texts all off season saying. Wait, they get four or five starters back on the O line. They got their three deep with really good running backs. Like, I actually think they have a top five running back room in America, right? Yeah. Then you have Chase Bryce, a six year senior that looked pretty good last year in App State's offense. And then the defense was a top 25 defense from a year ago. They did get hit a little bit in the portal. I think Roof, the linebacker, went to Oklahoma. But they they still had some key pieces. They went toe to toe physically with AM. And yeah. AM is on the short list of most talented teams that like, you know, you can get speed going back to App State's days with uh who was their quarterback back in the day when Armani Edwards. Armani yeah, going Edwards. back to Armani yeah. Edwards, you can get speed on the edges no matter who you are. But to get big boys in the trenches like AM has, there's only a select few number of teams that can do that. And the fact that uh App State was able to stand up to those dudes and basically shut them down for the most part, that makes that team pretty damn legit. And that is why a uh, large playoff is going to be absolutely awesome whenever we have that. It's going to no be doubt. absolutely awesome whenever we have that because they are they've they've how many times do they have to pr- fucking prove this? Even in losses, like I said, whether it was at in Knoxville uh, or in Happy Valley or at Miami, where Miami made a forty-eight yard field goal to beat them, uh, yeah. they've proven over time that this is a worthy team. I mean, shit, they're better. I like they're better than a lot of Power Five schools. They're better yeah, than a all, lot of Power all Five. Schools. Of those are top twenty uh, recruiting composite uh, recruiting teams in terms of overall talent. And App State has been right there with all three of those. And then they finally get over the hump and beat a top ten composite team in A and M. Yeah, that's a legit football program. 
through through and, three or four different coaches, man. Through four different from Jerry Moore to Satterfield, from Satterfield to uh to Drinkowitz for one year, and then uh to Clark. I mean, it's absolutely I mean, that's even more impressive. Like when you have that quick of turnover, you're gonna have some attrition of culture, you know. But they have managed to maintain their uh their standard of play. And a special shout out to Boone, North Carolina, because they oh man are fucking rocking tonight oh man i've seen a lot of videos i think i saw them tip a car over i mean this was awesome this is this is what the college football experience is based on is is the energy that college athletics bring whether it's college football or college basketball i mean based on ecu last week going absolutely insane boone this week and then you got like duke in north carolina during basketball season is Carolina low key like the craziest fans in the country? It's fantastic, man. The way what they're doing in Boone, I saw them running down the streets and shit, beers flying. It's just absolutely fantastic. Shout out to the great city of Boone and Appalachian State. Patty C, though, let's talk about Jimbo Fisher because I do believe, uh, I do believe mm-hmm. that he has Eight Miami is on, on the deck. horizon. What's that? He has Miami on deck, which Miami was not very impressive today, but they they got no. the dub. Um, he's overrated. He's got. I, I know his buyout's unbelievable, but Texas A&M has fuck you money. Is there any chance that they would unplug? I mean, uh, I forget which which writer shared a tweet that uh, Sumlin through fifty games has a I think a two two more wins than Fisher through fifty games. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to wonder I mean, if you're if you're an A and M fan, this is unacceptable. And and to me, not only were they out coached. He doesn't take shots. He has great athletes. It drives me crazy watching Texas A&M. Like well, they, well, they Haynes King at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's your problem right there. Like, get an athlete and coach coach an athlete up. I mean, Max Johnson, Haynes King. He's going. He he went to the portal to get a lawn chair. You know, that should yeah. tell you everything you need to know about him. Yeah, I mean it's really unbelievable. Save so, save it for Jameis Winston. Who has he ever had? Uh, who is the guy that was from Virginia Beach that ended up playing on Buffalo? The big six six dude who's now a uh, the Buffalo ACC Net- Network reporter. He was at Florida what? State right before Jameis. I'm forgetting his name. Oh, EJ uh, Manuel. Manuel. Yeah, he was a bit of an athlete, but he never goes out and gets like straight athletes that can also throw the ball. You know. And that's the difference. Like you saw Bryce Young making play after play after play. Well, know. he also though the the offense with Alabama is more wide open. Like AM shoots themselves in the foot from before the ball's even kicked, I believe, with game plan. Yeah. And uh just far too conservative. And they have Miami on deck. I don't know. I, I kind of think Miami they'll I kind of think they'll beat Miami. They'll bounce back and beat Miami, perhaps. But I think that's kind of a, an interesting game. And then after that, they have Arkansas in that stupid Jerry's World game. Yeah. Um. I think Arkansas looks better than them. And then they have Mississippi State in Starkville, and then Bama. That you could have a disaster scenario on deck. You let them lose to Miami. This is why college football is great. Maybe a loss to Miami, a loss to Arkansas, and then a loss to Bama. No, no, no. Then they got after Arkansas, they got to go to Starkville. Oh snap! Then Bama. So that'd be potentially. Hold on. There's a chance if he doesn't beat Miami, because I, I, I I actually believe Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Bama are better. A one and five start potentially. He better beat Miami. He better beat Miami. 
Um, wow, what a fucking day. What a fucking day. Um, let's talk about the other Sunbelt team, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Who your boy, by the way, I haven't been playing I haven't been playing this, but how about the hey, quickly, I just want to tell you five double digit, five double digit dogs on the money line today. I hit on App State, Marshall, Washington State, Duke, and the Kansas Jayhawks. We're gonna talk about all of them. Because what a fucking day. Throw it uh, sky high, baby. Hey, well, let's talk about Marshall Thundering Herd. Let's talk about your boy, Tyler Buckner. Crucial pick six in that game. Shout out to Charles Huff. Because I doubt, even I doubted Charles Huff. This is a gigantic win for the Marshall program. It's a gigantic win for the Sun Belt. Like I said, over the, two weeks in, they've beaten Virginia Tech. They've beaten Notre Dame. They've beaten AM. They've beaten Nebraska. I mean, how many... How many of those teams have played yeah. in a national championship game in the last 25 years? Yeah. I mean, you Virginia got a lot. Tech has, you said, uh, uh, Nebraska, Nebraska, and, A&M has not. And then who is the uh, other one they beat? Carolina, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. And they have, yeah. Three out of four. I mean, this uh, game, uh, shout out to Marshall. I mean, they had, they played so hard today. Uh, and, and shout out to that transfer, Kalen LeBourne. He fucking lit it up. I know Rasheen Ali was missing and I guess they don't even miss him because LeBourne had 31 rushes for 163 yards and a score. Speaking of tech, like that's a five star from Virginia that, you know, dropped out of Florida or like, you know, how does Florida state not have him? If he's doing that against Notre Dame. Yeah. How, how did he not perform at Florida state? That does make you think the coaching's not up to snuff uh, at some of these bigger schools. I mean, it makes you wonder, man. I and mean, I can tell you this. I was chatting with NC Nick earlier tonight on the phone. He had what? 160 rushing yards. Yeah, and he it's also a had a, a few receiving, too. So, altogether, I mean, this guy was a thorn in Notre Dame's side all day. Yeah, um, but you were talking to Nick and what? Oh, just about the Sun Belt, and especially the Sun Belt East. Because JMU looks incredibly good. I know it's just Middle Tennessee and Norfolk State, but they look fucking way better than what we thought. Yeah. Uh, Appalachian State looks the real deal. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, yeah, this week they played an FCS, and they actually – Pretty actually, iffy this week. Yeah, but they, they beat Army last week. That's a good win. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to play Virginia later in the year. They have a chance to get a dub there. Same with JMU going to Louisville, which I think both those are capable, capable of an upset. Then you have Georgia Southern, which I think you were you hit the nail on the head with last week, saying, "Look, I got to admit that I'm fucking wrong. I'm wrong. I am <laughs> flat out wrong about Clay Helton so uh, he's far. He's doing a good job so far. And and shout out to uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to get this guy on the show through, throughout the week because he hit me up. Let me quickly get his name real quick. Um, he quickly hit me up, uh, Clay. Shout out to Clay uh, Borner um, because Clay, he wrote me uh, when I did the Georgia Southern preview and he sent me a DM and he said, I'm close to the program and I need you to know that they have like, I think, 11, seven year, six and seven year guys on the, on their starting lineup. And he yeah. said, I, I think you're misjudging them. I know they're they're leaving the option to go into the passing. And I said, dude, I just think it takes time. But Typically, I'm the dino- right. No, but I think I might be the dinosaur because in 2022 college football, if you can land the portal guys, because some of those guys are portal guys, if you can land them, then oh, I yeah. think you can change you know, your you program much faster. really fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, no but doubt. I, no doubt. I mean, but NC Nick bringing up that and then bringing up, you know, that's the Sun Belt East right there, man. At Old Dominion and Georgia State, and Georgia State looked pretty good today. Um, well, they uh they came damn close to beating Carolina. Well, they, and they were beating South Carolina last week before two block punts. I mean, 
This Sunbelt East is going to be a blast to watch each and every week. Is, um, is South Alabama in the Sunbelt East or are they in the uh, West? They're in the Sunbelt West, but they're, they're, okay. they're looking good. Uh, Louisiana took care of business. I mean, the Sunbelt, they're doing it right, man. I love it. I'm here for it all day. You yes. would think uh, if, if the if the uh, 12-team playoff existed, they would certainly at this point be in line for that six-conference uh, you know, playoff spot. You know, Look six, at it. Look at what's going on in Boone. And also, I saw some footage of Marshall, West Virginia, when they landed the plane, right? They didn't even play the fucking game today in Boone. That was in College Station. The town is going bananas. Can you yeah. imagine a large playoff with an automatic qualifier for the Sun Belt? I mean, this would be fucking <laughs> they amazing. they got to host a home game, it would be absolutely be... amazing, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what do you make of Marshall, man? What do you make of Notre Dame? Talk to me. Let's talk about Marcus Freeman. First Notre Dame coach ever to start out 0-3. I know that's kind of an asterisk there because the bowl game uh, with, with wow. Oklahoma State. Didn't realize that stat was the case. Um, I think it's a little bit of an early panic at this point when your first two games are a team that nearly made the playoff last year and a team that did make the playoff last year. Um, or no, uh, Ohio State won the Rose Bowl last year. They didn't make the playoff, but they easily could have. And then uh, Marshall, that is the big upset right there. But I think, uh, I mean, Marshall's been good for the past few years. This was a hiccup. It's been a good, it's been a good program for like 25 yeah. years, man. They, they need to get the quarterback play and the offense going. And uh, as talented as Buckner is with his legs, you know, two interceptions, no touchdowns today. I don't know that he's the long-term answer. I think obviously he's the answer for this year. Uh, Drew Pine didn't do a whole lot better. Three of six for, a touchdown and an interception. Um, but uh, I think they're just going to be limited this year, you know, and they, they got to get, a, you know, a more dynamic and, and more polished quarterback passing wise. If, if, you know, I, I don't know what Tommy Reese, Tommy Reese's offense can, can work if it's, uh, if they have a good, good quarterback play. Let but, me ask you this. Notre Dame's got Cal on deck. I know Cal's two and oh, but they, they haven't looked great, but they haven't looked horrible. Is that, is that a game they might lose? They better be careful. They better be careful. I mean, we thought they, they didn't cover against uh, UNLV today, did they, Cal? No, no, no. They actually, like, the dude, it drove me crazy. I had a wager on that. And Cal was in, like, the inside the 30 against UNLV, like, a lot of times without getting points, whether it was fumbles or missed field goals. It was a very frustrating, very frustrating uh, bet. Uh, yeah, well, the that, that said, you know, is that going to happen every game? Probably not. So if, if they're playing, if they're better than that score indicates, then, yeah, Notre Dame definitely needs to be careful. Because 0-3 for Marcus Freeman, and all of a sudden, that honeymoon's already over. <laughs> yeah, well, he is 0-3, but, yes, 0-3 in year one yeah. uh, would be very interesting. I mean, Marshall, shout out to – this is fucking just so, so fantastic. Going up there to South Bend, getting the dub. They're going to remember that their whole life. That is why – College football is fucking incredible. Um, the other one, Patty C. And like I said, I'm going back to the conversation that I was clearly a fucking idiot because I was seriously impressed. Now, I know Nebraska's defense is dog shit, right? But they gave up 600 and like 47 yards or something. I got Let me pull it up. He uh, sucks. To Georgia Southern. And Georgia Southern goes on the road in Lincoln and gets the win. Shout out to Clay Helton. I mean, <laughs> what a fucking what a, I watched this game, this whole game. This was a fantastic Georgia Southern was a better team. If you watch that game, they were the better team. That's what's 
That's I'm going to tell you what, I missed God's eye. I didn't have the sports book at my disposal, so I had to be clicking around. So I caught bits and pieces of that game, but I was mainly following the uh, the scoreboard. Uh, but surprised that, yeah, uh, Nebraska, it wasn't like they gave up a big lead. They were essentially playing from behind most of the time, Dude, it seemed like. Nebraska only had 575 total yards. Georgia Southern had 642. I mean, 575 is not a terrible offensive performance. No, I know that, but I'm just saying yeah. that flat out, and that's what's, I think, revealing, too. I mean, yes, the old Dominion-Virginia Tech win uh, week one, you can kind of say, uh, if they play again, I don't know. But I th- I still think that would be a tough game. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I really believe App State was the better team. I really believe Marshall was the better team. And I really believe, like, on this today, they were just flat out better than all three. Well, when you're giving up 45 points, it's not a freaking accident. And you're putting up over 600 yards. Like you didn't fluke into that. They they yeah. whooped Nebraska's ass on on the offensive side of the ball. Kyle Van Trees, the the Buffalo transfer, what a fucking game! Two for four hundred and nine yards. Uh, it's not you know it's funny you know you, you you after the after the Northwestern game, it was the run defense that was the problem with North with Nebraska. No, I think it's the whole defense when you're giving up a, when you're giving up four hundred nine to Kyle Van Trees and the Georgia Southern Eagles. Shout out to them. But the Sun Belt flexing yet again. And wow, I mean, they're kind of like a, a junior app state, man, when you look at what they've done in their time. Georgia Southern? Yeah. They've been good. They haven't been quite at App State level, but I'm just what are their best cool. games? They beat Florida. At Florida, they took Georgia to overtime. Um, <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, either way, I don't know. My microphone's falling apart on me here. But uh, what a fucking. Were they the team that. Uh... <laughs> Was running through Alabama like a like shit through a tin horn, according to Nick Saban. Yeah, I think he uh, said that about Georgia Southern back. This is probably ten years ago, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a fucking, what a fucking game! What shout out to the Sun Belt. I must watch, must watch TV every week. The Sun Belt. Uh, Scott Frost will not be fired this week because they're going to wait till October seventh, so he will have a chance to p- perhaps beat Oklahoma next week. True. I mean, talk about something that could. Just be a stay of execution for him, you know. If he if he could start winning with the win over Oklahoma and keep it going through October seventh or whatever the the date is, then if he can win out from here, maybe they let him let him keep coaching. What a great fucking day of 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 college football! Let's continue on this journey. Sam Hartman, he came back. They looked the part. I cashed this in at the at, for a second. I might I had to sweat the back door for a second, but uh, I got Wake Forest. Took you to the land down under there hope you cashed in i was on fire today folks yes i lost like bama i locked up some games i lost but with with my money line plays and and uh some of the locks i definitely it definitely did really well um our I had arkansas state covered against ohio state what was the spread on that weight game uh well it depends when it depends when because yeah. early you got it at was, what like 10 or something i actually bet, well i got it seven early in the early in the week but i bet it again here at uh, 13. Uh, yeah, that line so, moved. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't know the, the announcement. Oh, Hartman, Hartman was right. coming back. Arkansas State took care of Ohio State. I'm, I'm sorry. Ohio State took care of Arkansas State. 45-12, but it still wasn't super impressive. It was impressive. Yeah, Arkansas State scored yeah. early. I was like, uh, Ohio State's defense, still a question mark. But to their credit, they did uh, put their foot on the gas and pull away. Pretty convincingly. Yeah. Uh, Miami took care of Southern Miss. 
thirty to seven. That game was actually a little closer than that, but Southern Miss's yeah. offense just can't get it going. I, I was expecting Frank Gore to go off. I, I was looking at the numbers. Uh, he wasn't the starting quarterback. When yeah, they, they, they went they bullshit. Different approach. Bullshit. Yeah, we wanted we wanted Gore for QB. That's a fucking pussy move by Southern Miss. Didn't Frank Gore invent the internet? Oh no, that was Al Gore, right? Oh, that was Al Gore the train. <laughs> uh, Next up, Ohio, Penn State. Penn State took care of business, as I suspected. I laid the points with Penn State. Um, I don't know that we really need to talk about that one that much, right? Well, like, they, uh, wait, uh, Penn State covered or they did not? What was the spread no, they on that covered one? 46-10. The spread was 28. They got it done in Happy Valley. Um, North Carolina, Georgia State. Patty C., is North Carolina going to – like, we have – I watched Stuss. Clemson. I watched Clemson's offense against Furman today. Uh, they should they should be very worried, Clemson fans. Yes, your defense is still the ACC sucks. The <laughs> ACC fucking sucks. I'm so sick of this. I think so North terrible. Carolina might be the best. I mean, they they got the dub. They, dude, my over play on seven wins in North Carolina looking good. They're three and zero. They got Notre Dame soon. I don't think Notre Dame's gonna. Ha- I don't think Notre Dame's gonna be able to win that game. That's true. Although Notre Dame will probably put up fifty on them because that yeah. defense is not good. Uh, Georgia State took an L, but it's still a decent showing for for a Sun Belt East team. They're going to be a tough out in the Sun Belt East game in game out. Uh, if they if they get any contention in the coastal, if if they if they get any contention in the coastal, it's going to be from the Duke Blue Devils. I was on Duke. The line was ten and a half. I wrote it on the fucking money line. Thank you very much. I'm sorry I'm bragging so much this episode. <laughs> Hey, but, and there's a lot to brag about. That's hey, what's gonna that's what's gonna take up our time here. I had this game dialed in, man. I had this game spot on dialed in. Me and Real Money Kramer were talking about it. He was disagreeing. We were arguing about this, and I was like, "Dude, Elko, think about this." I was like, "Nebraska's defense looked like shit against North Dakota." So I was like, "Maybe it's not that Northwestern's offense is back. Maybe it is Nebraska's defense is that bad." And I know Temple sucks even though I locked them up on the morning show this morning and they came through. <laughs> Shout barely. out to the Temple Owls. Yeah, barely. They were in a dogfight with Lafayette. <laughs> they were. They were. But uh, Duke is legit. I, I, I am extremely impressed with Mike Elko. They look incredibly – they just look like they're supposed to be there. Like Don't every- focus entirely on Elko. We need to focus on Mr. Roper, okay? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh yeah, Three's company, baby. Yeah, that baby. offense was rolling too. Well, that's what I'm saying is like the team, it passes the eye test on where they're supposed to be. Like as far as like every play, they look like they're prepared and where they're supposed to be. And you can't say that for a lot of teams. You watch, I mean, we just talked about North Carolina. There's like a, a guy out of position every time, every every like two series, defensively. Um. Yeah. Duke has been super impressive as far as that. Obviously, they're not the most talented team from a recruiting point of view, but I've been thoroughly impressed with the way Mike Elko's had that team go and and, and your boy. So, uh, Duke, Carolina, who who needs bat? Coach K's retired. Roy Williams retired. Let's get it on the football field, baby. That is now a football rivalry. <laughs> what do you what about Duke, Pitt? Man? Oh, I, I mean, I think Duke is, uh, they look solid. And, yeah, I think you're right at, at this point. They have as good a chance as anyone and really are on a short list of probably favorites for the ACC Coastal, I would think. 
who else yeah. is in who else is in you know prime position to to win I the think Coastal you can still say the Pitt Panthers, even though we can talk about that game too, because uh, shout out to Tennessee getting it done. That was an awesome game. That was a wild fucking yeah. game. That was a back and forth wild fucking game. Uh, that, that's one where like kicker, the, it's kicker missed some, what, two field goals. They blocked yeah. a punt and they didn't win. Hendon Hooker did a great job rallying Heupel. Uh, I, I thought that game was awesome. <laughs> I mean, this sport is incredible, man. Every game was fucking incredible today. Like, yeah. I feel like every game was interesting, almost. Heaters you know left I mean? and right. Oh, the, yeah. I'm just looking at this highlight right now on the uh, uh, Sports Center top 10. Uh, tight end for uh, Pitt hurtling the uh, yeah. Tennessee defender. Yeah. It, I mean, that game was, I mean, Keaton Slovis, surprise, surprise, Pat. What did I say? What did he you does, say? He, go, he gets injured every, like, the guy, he, <laughs> oh, he can't right. go he two didn't. games. He can't go fucking two games without playing. Dude, I honestly <laughs> think that was the difference in the game, probably. Because the yeah. other like if 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 Slovis is healthy, I think they might have won that game. But either way, shout out to Tennessee and uh, Josh Heupel because they continue to uh, you know impress that they, they they got it done somehow some way. That game was awesome. I think we it might was. need to I think we might need to schedule that one every year because even last year's one was fun and they were. Yeah, they what they call it the uh, the Johnny Majors uh, Memorial classic. or yeah, John, yeah. yeah Johnny Majors Classic. I like it. Uh, Minnesota took uh, care. Speaking of, business. of uh, injured quarterbacks, by the way. We definitely did not cover that aspect of the Texas uh, Alabama game. And uh, that was a pretty damn important development because Texas's offense was moving while yours was in the game. True. You know, True. He was got a one ball with velocity and accuracy and timing. Yes. You got to <laughs> wonder if, if Slovis stays in the whole game, if yours stays in the whole game, I think those are the two quarterbacks that went down today that, stands out in my mind at least you got to wonder about the outcomes there and what would have happened but either way i mean bryce young and alabama put it together on the final drives and i think i honestly think i was going to say this before if it if it if it was the safety which i do believe it should have been i mean i think it's obvious that that was a safety yeah um i still think alabama might have scored a touchdown yeah i still think they might have scored a touchdown but it should have been that it should we should have been able to see that instead of just a fucking field goal yeah. Um, and then Tennessee, no, Tennessee actually looked good to me. They looked the part. They Tennessee didn't seem yeah. like it was counterfeit. Did they get a few breaks? But you know, my theory, I think the SEC made a deal with the devil at some point along the way, based on the sheer number of, uh, escapes and bullshit wins that I've seen the SEC come away with. I swear they have a deal with the devil going, but, <laughs> uh, maybe it's just that they're the better program and they find a way to win. That's probably the more likely answer. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they just went, they did the one and one against Pitt. They split. Um, those games are both fantastic. Hopefully we get more of those. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Tennessee looks like they can be, I, I still will take Georgia to destroy them, but I think other other than that, I think every other game is winnable for them. So, uh, oh, I mean, it, within their division, not obviously not the Alabama game. Um, we have any action in the chat here? Yes, we got a lot of stuff going on. People are talking. Who's picking up the phone to call Urban Meyer first, Patty C? And that's my next storyline here. So you got Bowling Green, who I lost. I lost. I lost money on this one. I did lock up Bowling Green, and they lost to Eastern Kentucky in seven <laughs> overtimes. Leffler's going to be fired, Patty C. Do they call Urban Meyer back? You are back, fucking back delusional. You are fucking delusional if you think that 
Urban Meyer is going to sign on with Bowling Green because just like everyone's like, oh, he'll never be back on TV. He's such a scumbag. Lo and behold, at the first fucking opportunity, Fox has him on as, you know, their their guest of honor. Clean up his image. Well, then let me ask you this. We made a a case that it's going to be Lou. Satterfield pulled a win out of his ass. Gus Malzahn, I thought, did an awful job coaching that game on Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe that seat's getting a little colder. And then all of a sudden, Neil Brown's seat is fire. Could you see Urban Meyer at West Virginia, perhaps? Or would it be Nebraska with Frost? Either way, but let's talk about Nebraska. Let's talk about that because you know where I see Urban Meyer? Where's that? Based on the fact that uh, Auburn didn't pull away and they're about to hit the the, the hardest schedule. Dude, Auburn was losing at halftime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the final in that? Who, and, they won uh, by eight against San Jose State. San Jose State, 24-16. Uh, not a good look for old Harson. That'll get you some losses in the SEC. He probably will be fired this year. That's where Urban Meyer is going to end up. Oh, or Hugh Freeze. Yeah, um, or Hugh Freeze, yeah. Well, let's talk about it because, look, I just, you know, um, West Virginia has got to do something. I know I was getting some messages that they should go back and get Rich Rod. Regardless, can we give it up? Can we talk a little Kansas Jayhawk football for a second? I'm already fucking pissed that I didn't ride your guys' uh, coattails for that uh, that season over. Dude, I think they're going to beat Houston next week. They very well could. I Houston think they can. Sus. I think they can. And then after that, you realize it sets up a matchup in Lawrence. If they beat Houston, which, you know, who knows? Yeah. But it sets up a matchup in Lawrence against the Duke Blue Devils. Who Kansas Duke. I want to see a national championship. Kansas Duke. In football. <laughs> Duke Carolina rivalry is now a football rivalry. I want to see Duke Kansas. That is the last thing I want to see. Can you imagine how obnoxious those fan bases would be? But let's talk about my boy, because you, this year, you didn't have the courage, buddy. You didn't have the courage to join me on it. Uh, Why? I did not. Why? But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Two and a half, I thought, you know, they only got to two last year. Let's let's just, like temper our expectations here. You were so bullish on them, and I thought, you know, this is all bluster coming out of Colby, but I'll be damned if you weren't fucking exactly right. Like, they are on fire to start the season. Well, not only that, uh, they hadn't won a road game in like 10 years. He's now won two of three. And even that one that they lost was a three-point loss to TCU, right? So if you look at the last three road games, he's two and three. Jalen Daniels is growing up before our eyes. He was 18 of 29, 219 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, And then he also had a solid day on the ground. I mean, this 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 offense is rolling in Morgantown, man. And this was in the rain. They got it done. I think they had over 400 yards of offense. I'm telling you, I hope everyone out there took the over on, on, on Lance Leopold because I'm telling you, all those wins you see in the Big 12 where you thought, oh, this team's going to win, I'm telling you, it's not going to be that easy. I mean, shit, Oklahoma today with like 30 seconds left before the half was losing to Kent State three to nothing. Yeah, their oh, Big 12 is open. I'm telling you, Kansas is going to beat some of these teams. I'm not expecting Kansas and, to win the Big 12. I just think they're going to beat some of these teams. They're going to beat some of these teams. We know that Pittsburgh has a at least 
you know, respectable offense, if not a potent offense. Last year they were a potent offense. This year maybe they've taken a step back, but they're still a good offense. They put up, what, 35 on West Virginia last week, and then Kansas comes in the following week and puts up – how many did they end up with? 42, 45? 55? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that offense uh, That offense is going. Hey, I'm telling you, man, watch out. They go to Houston next week. And and I watched Houston today, and that Houston-Texas Tech game was awesome. There were so many great games today, man. There were so many fucking great games today. Um, I mean, Houston could easily beat Kansas as well. But I, I just think I just think I look at this team, and I, I feel very good about my bowl pro- projections because I, I think they, they could beat Houston. I Honestly, I'm pulling up the schedule right now. Houston and Duke are on deck, and you know both those teams are, are, are respectable right now. But I think they they're capable of beating both of them. Man. And then then after that, they're home. By the way, they're home to Duke. That's in Lawrence. Then after that, it's Iowa State and TCU. I don't I don't feel like that's a for sure loss to any of those. I feel like they could. I'm not gonna. I'm not in gonna. In all say likelihood. Right. They're gonna get at least one loss in that stretch, but five and one out the gates. No, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying like I think. They can beat any of those teams. Yeah. I don't think it's like this should be a, a 21. Well, at this club. point, I would expect them to beat Duke at home. Um, I would. Uh, who'd you say the other one was uh, right, right next on the so schedule? Next week, they're at Houston. I'd say that's a that's a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, Houston will probably be like a three or four point favorite, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Then you have the home game against Duke. Then you're home to Iowa State. You're home to TCU. That, those are all winnable they games. Iowa State at home. Yeah. And TCU at home. Man, 6-0 and oh, not off the table. Dude, I, look, <laughs> I told you they were bowling. I said they were going to go bowling this year. Everyone, la- I got laughed off a fucking show because I said they could go bowling. Now, I know I'm not there yet, so I can't, I can't milk it yet. But I'm telling you, watch out. This offense is flying. The pass defense still needs some tweaking, but it's better than last year, and it's getting better, I feel like, with every week. So you're in good position to uh to flaunt this. So let's hope uh let's hope they keep it up. Shout out to my Jayhawks. Other games that happened, Arkansas took care of business against uh against South Carolina. I still have concerns about South Carolina. I still have concerns. They had two block punts to get Georgia State. I don't know if they got those block what do you punts. Mean you have concerns beat? about South Carolina. What do you expect of them? Well, I just thought they would have a better showing today. I really did. I thought this game would be a little closer. They were pretty uh, respectable against Arkansas. I thought, I mean, preseason, you got motherfuckers preseason saying Arkansas is a top 10 team, which I don't buy. But um, actually, after Cincinnati today, maybe Arkansas is, you know. They might be. Dude, I'm really impressed with Raheem Raheem Sanders. That running back's a fucking beast. Um, So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) this is. Uh, it's pulled pork Pittman getting it done two and oh beat uh, Cincinnati beat beat uh, South Carolina. That's a great two first wins. I would actually say though that I I was pleasantly surprised with South Carolina's performance today. I thought this really? could easily be a 21 really 24 point game. I, I'm I on the opposite side of that, man. I watched that game. And I was just like, this team's not that good, but I don't know. I don't Which know. Which team's see. not that good? Arkansas or South uh, Carolina, South Carolina. Well, that's what I'm saying is, well, you're on the opposite side in terms of but coming into the game, what what would you expect the score? Well, to I been? took South Carolina plus nine, so that should tell you what I thought of them. Well, I think then that says that you have 
uh, a, a way different expectation of what than what I had at least. I I, I was under the impression everyone was saying Arkansas is a fucking top ten team. South Carolina is like a six and six team coming in with a bunch of shitty losses last year. That game should be like 17, 20 points. But South Carolina, a slow um, uh, homeboy uh, Rattler put up some decent numbers. He did. But yeah, they they definitely have a way to go. Yeah, a ways to go. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, UTSA took care of Army in overtime. I'm telling you, today was fucking insane. Army had a 14 point lead, I think, in the fourth quarter and lost in overtime. Yeah, well, that's uh, I'll give you that between uh, you and Nick, you know, locking the uh, UTSA uh, season over uh, at what eight and a half. Yeah, you you probably hit it today, and you guys probably deserve to have hit it because between last week being up by 14 in the fourth quarter and yeah. this week being down by 14 in the fourth quarter, it's a wash in terms of like the luck going their way or against them. So one and one in that stretch, and then the next uh, ten games, I bet they win nine. You know, probably they'll lose to Texas next week. Are you sure they, about that? Because I, what a great spot to catch them. That's true. Did Let you down see, city. Did you see what Utah State did after playing Alabama? Uh, I saw it, but I forgot what happened. Uh, they lost, I believe, the score was like thirty. Oh, they got seven. killed, right? Weber State and FCS. Yeah. That record against teams playing Bama the next week, that shit, that shit, there's merit. There's merit there. Well, there's merit there, but that talk about throwing a fucking monkey wrench in our lock. You know, we're expecting Utah State to be the team that won the Mountain West last year, and here I they come out. Oh, did, did huh? you lock? Did you lock Utah State? Uh, against no, no, no. I'm just saying I locked Alabama. You know, to beat oh. Texas. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, they fucking whipped the. Uh, uh, reigning Mountain West champ by 55 to open the season. Alabama's Alabama again, you know, and I didn't know what to expect. I just thought Texas, whatever. And then Alabama, it turns out uh, beating Utah State doesn't mean anything because a uh, fucking FCS destroyed them. So we'll see what Alabama is. Alabama's got some questions. They do. I got some tweets saying they don't look like the Saban's best team ever to me. And they're, yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. Um, I mentioned South Alabama. Nice win at Central Michigan. How about how about the Missouri Tigers getting the ass beat? <laughs> getting that ass beat in Manhattan. It Shout makes me to, happy. Dude, K-State, baby. How about K-State? Beautiful. By the way, Adrian Martinez, 9 of 20 for 100, 101 yards passing. <laughs> Terrell Furman is a fucking genius. Let's give it up. <laughs> but wait, I want to pull up Martinez does stats. suck. I want to pull up the rushing stats because I think he I think he did all right. He go off. Let me see here. I think he did all right because I know he had a rushing touchdown in that game. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can find it. If someone could find it, let me know. Um, but K State doing what K State does. I dude, I called this shit. I mean, I sound. I know I sound like I'm an arrogant fuck on this episode. He had 13 rushes, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Mm. Mm. They didn't need it though because K State played K State ball. They had a punt return for a touchdown. I I specifically talked about this game on the show with Terrell. And I was like, dude, K-State's always good defensively and special teams. When you, especially when you come to the little apple in Manhattan, Kansas, like that, that's a really hard team to beat. In my opinion, they oh, fucked yeah. up Missouri and Eli Drinkowitz should be on the hot seat coming, coming soon because this team looks like shit. Missouri looks like <laughs> shit. They had um, a decent start. I thought they were going to be okay, but Kansas state just three quarters of the game just crushed them. And even Final that score, they got to 12. It was really 40 to six. They scored on the f- the final play of the game, Missouri did. So, yeah. 
just a, an ass whoop. And K State's gonna that's gonna be fun. The Big 12 is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, like I said, Temple, I locked up. You could thank me later. That that cashed. Maryland, that cashed. I told you that was my top lock. Charlotte's locked that one. Team. Charlotte's fucking terrible. They should fire mm-hmm. Will Healy. Maybe Urban Meyer's the next Charlotte head coach, Patty C. Um, <laughs> we should start worrying about Navy. I was wrong on this one. I took Navy. Memphis beat the shit out of Navy, 37 to 13. Neil Montalolo has lost his touch. He's t- as long as you beat Army, you're good. All right? As long as you beat I don't Army, think you're that's good. That's true. If you are freaking. One and eleven, and your only win is Army. That still goes a little bit, but I think they're going to have higher expectations. Thirty-seven to thirteen. Mm. Youch. How about the Buffs? They suck. And they do suck. They should fire Carl Durrell. They should fire the athletic director, in my opinion. They should be on the phone right now. Colorado should be on the phone right now with Troy Calhoun, Deion Sanders, Bronco Mendenhall. And Chris oh, Peterson. would be a good fit, too. You're right. All, all, all them. four of those right now. Yeah. All four of those right now. And uh, and and fix this thing. How about Troy Calhoun and Air Force? Dude, uh, how bad did I pussy out? On our episode at 17 and a half, we all went Air Force. And then on tally site, because I forgot to uh, pick it, I saw it move to 18. And then I went Colorado. And then <laughs> No, when it moved to 18, I went Colorado, too. <laughs> did you? We both <laughs> pussied out. Know. I did. Um, next up, we got uh, how about Jake Dickert and Washington State? Patty C, I called this one on the money line, and I called this back in the summer on the Washington State preview. I said they could win this game. I didn't say that. I, I, back then, I didn't say they would. I just said they could. I was like, this this is a weird game. Graham Mertz sucks. And I was like, Cameron Ward in this offense, I know that they only put up 17 points today, but I'm saying like, he is yeah, very good. Graham Martin had better stats than uh, Cameron Moore did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, he definitely hate what he had more touchdowns, right? But I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Ward had Ward made clean, like he's a football player, dude. Mertz is a lawn chair. Ward made big plays with his feet the whole fucking game. Yeah, it might not show up on the stat sheet, but he's a gamer. Well, yeah, I, I mean, if you have uh, Braylon Allen in your backfield, and you know. That helps uh, set up the pass a little bit. That's not a luxury that Cameron Ward has at his disposal. Shout out to the Cougs. That's a huge win, man. Hey, you guys don't want to let. Oh, you you don't want to let them in the Big Ten. You're gonna. You, Washington and Oregon aren't good enough for you. Well, fucking Washington State just went to one of your better programs and just beat you on your fucking turf. Beautiful. Fuck you, Big Ten. Yes, it is great. That 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 win was absolutely fantastic. Go Cougs. And the, oh, the division formerly known as the Big 12 or the uh, Pac 12 North looking kind of solid this week. Oregon, Washington, Washington State, yeah. uh, Oregon State. Oregon State. Yep. Uh, they we got their asking. Yeah, they did. But they, you know what, man? We'll talk about that in a second because they, they, I don't understand how they overturned that, that, that touchdown in the end zone on the, on the second drive. I mean, not that that means Stanford only lost by 13. So they did come back. But I'm saying. Yeah. True. They got hosed early on in that game. Was it with some? I with, missed with, it. Didn't yeah. see it. Uh, what else do we got? I want to hold on. Let me let me do it. Let me do an ad read, and then we will talk the rest of this. This is awesome. What a week! We have so many more games to talk about. So I got to hurry up and do this. I want to tell you the College Football Experience Week Two Reaction Show is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. 
We're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes, $1,500 is up for grabs for the college football contest and the NFL contest. Five grand and a two-night stay at the Win Las Vegas, which I'm currently at. What are you doing, folks? Sign up exclusively to our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL season is here, and as week one kicks off, you want to get Get your stuff together. Get 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 everything in line, your fantasy team, your bets. And you're going to need to check out Elias Game Plan app because they will give you the best information to be successful at those areas. Uh, yes, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro leagues and uh, pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Uh, and their app gives you easy access to player stats, head-to-head comparisons. I mean, everything, expert game analysis for betting. They'll help you with your fantasy lineups. You got to check this stuff out, people. NFL season's here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And uh, look, right now, I have a special offer for you. You get a 14-day free trial uh, on a, off your monthly subscription plan, essentially. So what are you doing, folks? Get in. Use the promo code SGPN. Find the Elias Game Plan uh, sports betting app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. And once again, use the promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you uh, complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports entertainment for a fraction of the of, of the price of cable. And plus, there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel it at any time. So right now, try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to a FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, Patty C, we are back. So James Madison rolled, but they're taking on Norfolk State. I mean, let's talk about this is the first time I've ever seen a game have a a running clock or, or no, they go to a 10-minute fourth quarter. We basically slaughter ruled a fucking college football team. Let's talk about that a little bit. Very impressive. You know, between Middle Tennessee and Norfolk State, we're, uh, we're outscoring opponents, I want to say, 113 maybe, 110, somewhere in there to 14 so far this year. Fuck you, FBS. We're coming for that ass. The next matchup, App State. Um, App State. We get a bye. Yeah. Yikes. Get your shit together. Let's go. Um, Michigan State took care of Akron. Akron's really bad. Really bad. They lost. They 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 got goose egged by Michigan State, fifty-two to nothing. <laughs> well, uh, maybe it's time that you come around on old Midnight Mel and uh, give a little credit where it's due. Really? Because Akron needed overtime to you beat St. Francis the week before. Uh, well, fifty-two to nothing. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, what what did uh what did uh Michigan State do the week before though? They did not. Oh no, they backdoored. They backdoored that cover against Western Michigan. So. Uh. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see next week. Still out. They go to Washington next week, and Washington beat Portland State fifty-two to six today. Georgia only beat Samford thirty-three nothing. Petty C. You know, I think Kirby Smart took a page from the book of Nick Saban and took the foot off the gas and did it with a little bit of class there. Yeah, Uh, as much as we like to say Nick Saban is evil, he is pretty damn classy when it comes to you know pulling back. You know, thirty nothing at halftime, and you only put up three in the second half. I don't think that was, you know, by accident. Yeah. Eastern Kentucky. Shout out to the FCS today. Big showing. Eastern Kentucky wins seven overtimes against Bowling Green. Leffler's gone. He's got to be gone with that loss. Let's talk Cyhawk. 
I was on this. You know who was on the money line on Iowa State? Did you take them? I did, buddy. Me and NC Nick locked them up. So welcome. welcome to the land down under. I told you this was going to be the year. No one was talking about Matt Campbell. And my win total, by the way, over for Iowa State looking better and better because we were factoring that in as a loss. Uh, shout out to the Cyclones. That game was awesome. 10 to 7. It was in the rain. It's the way football What was the number? Be. Six and a half for Iowa State? No, Iowa State was getting three and a half or four. No, I mean uh, for the win total. Uh, six, six and a half, yeah. Yeah. And they're what? what's the record now? Are they 2-0? They're, they're 2-0. and They have Ohio on deck coming to uh, Athens. And then uh, they enter conference play after that. Yeah. So, More of a question mark at that point. But so far, so good. Being yeah. Iowa, a nice start. Yeah, buddy. Uh, they needed that. So I was 1-1, one and one, and they have 14 points to show for it, right? <laughs> Gotta love it. I mean, the rain didn't help, but Spencer Petrus is the dictionary defin- definition of a lawn chair. So bad in the uh, final drive there. And it's just like you knew they never had a chance. Every single player is just like, nope, they're not yeah. driving the field. And they, they got bailed out by a penalty, so they actually ended up getting close. But it was complete horseshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was that game was hilarious, though. It was a very hilarious game. Um, Houston, Texas Tech was wins in overtime with their backup quarterback against Houston. Houston's played two overtime games, uh, just like UTSA. Two weeks, two overtime games. Uh, Holgerson, I rode the under on Houston. We'll still see that they, uh, they got an interesting matchup next week against the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, they Middleton- are fortunate that they don't draw Cincinnati or UCF out of the uh, AAC, so I think their schedule still makes it possible for them to get that. True, true. Middle Tennessee took care of Colorado State. Rick Stock still don't fire him yet. The guy's a winner. All right, he's gonna figure it out. They whooped their ass too. That they Colorado State added some points late to make that thing look a little more respectable. Yeah. Uh, what's up with your Wahoos? They got absolutely Oof. skunked. They Oof. suck. That, that offensive line sucks. And you were right about uh, Tony Elliott's play calling. I, mm. I mean, I didn't get to watch the whole game, but I watched, you know, a decent amount of it. And it looked like they were just trying to 50-50 ball it every time. I, I, I plastered that all over Twitter. But it's just like, hey, it's not working. You know, you don't just throw it out to the perimeter and hope you, I know you got some guys out there, but like draw something up, you know, it's not fucking working. And, and Robert and I is gone and Syracuse is two and oh, yeah. Mm. Rolling. Mm. I remember some people hating on me. For, it's, it's early. Let's wait on Syracuse, but Purdue rolled against Indiana state. Uh, Wyoming beat Northern Colorado. Wyoming's two and one. Now watch out. Craig bull can do the most with nothing doing a good job there. UCLA beat Alabama State. Alabama State covered. Patty C. Incarnate Word tr- took down Nevada by 14. Let's go, Lindsey Scott. You called that one. Got to give you credit there. I knew Nevada had fool's gold when I went through that stat sheet, and I was like, wait, how the fuck did they win last week? <laughs> um, so shout out FCS. Getting it done. Not only Incarnate Word, Patty C., but Holy Cross two years in a row now. They beat UConn at UConn by double digits last year. Now they go to Buffalo in the MAC and they win. Did you see this ending? I did. The Hail Mary. They won on a Hail Mary. Holy shit, today was the greatest fucking day. You know it was a great day when you get all these overtime games, all these close games, all these crazy games, and then you even have a Hail Mary from 
Matt Saluka, the quarterback of Holy Cross, the Crusaders. Shout out to Matt Saluka and the Crusaders. Where, where is Buffalo. Holy Cross located? In Boston, I believe, right? Oh, my gosh. Please let that team become FBS. Yes. Please, talk about bringing Northeast football back. The number of fucking Catholics for the Holy Cross Crusaders in yes. Boston that, yes. that will Let's gravitate go. toward that program. Let's go, Crusaders. Let's move it up. <laughs> um. What else happened? Coastal Carolina actually kind of looked a little shaky. They got the dub against Gardner Webb, but only by four. Um, Liberty UAB. Patty, see your boy, and your win total is looking better and better. Liberty you pulled it out against sucker. Southern Miss in week one in overtime, and now they beat UAB. They, and they Nick's giving me that. a hard time. Yeah. So they're going to beat UAB. You're damn right they're going to beat UAB. Mm-hmm. Liberty but, is going to hit that over. I mean, that's a huge win on that because that, that was like a 50-50 one for me. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. That's a gigantic win. They're 2-0. and Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames continue to roll. They need to get in the Sun Belt. Uh, Liberty? Yeah, they yeah. should. Liberty and ECU need to go Sun Belt. Yes. That'd be... And UTSA. Beautiful. I want to see UTSA, Texas State as a rivalry. What do uh, they have, 12 now? They could add a few more. There we go. Uh, what else do we got? Patty C. Old yeah. Dominion. They, they late. So... Virginia Tech used to schedule East Carolina, and then East Carolina beat Virginia Tech so many times, they stopped scheduling them, and they replaced them with Old Dominion. The only problem is, is Old Dominion started to beat Virginia Tech. But this is a good sample here. We see, because Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech last week, and then they head into Greenville, where they got the tar kicked out of them. <laughs> you can still get the transitive property win over Virginia Tech. Yes. <laughs> Even if you uh, can't get it directly. But I should note... Where the fuck is it? How do I look at that stat? I believe ECU still missed two extra points. I think. I think that's the case. <laughs> yes. They, oh, no, they had two blocked. Mike Houston, are you trying to be Scott Frost this year with their special teams? Are you fucking trying to? But, hey, we got to win. We took down the Sun Belt. What up, Sun Belt? Huge win. Give, give your boy, give my boy Mike Houston some credit. My 18, buddy. They don't want that. Nicely done. Okay, coming to Greenville and do that shit. Uh, Ole Miss steamrolled Central Arkansas. Tulsa beat Northern Illinois. This game was highly entertaining. Highly entertaining. Tulsa got it done. Shout out to the AAC. They needed that one as uh, as they hung on in in a, in a in a barn burner. Georgia Tech beat Western Carolina, but they didn't cover. This was actually kind of a closer game than than probably. Talk Yellow about one. Uh the least entertaining games I can probably imagine. What was it, like 28-14 from yeah, a yeah. lot of that game? <laughs> Eastern Michigan did not cover for me against Louisiana. This was one of my What was the spread on that? They were pretty damn close, weren't they? Dude, they were up 14 nothing at halftime, and they lost 49-21. to mm. <laughs> Fucking brutal. But I did lock up La Tech minus five as they steamrolled Stephen F. Austin. Let's go, baby. Um, we don't need to talk about that. Alabama. No Beanick. Uh, how, how do you say Noah's last name? Beanick. Beanick. Yeah. Noah Beanick saying, uh, JJ McCarthy, new starting quarterback from Michigan. Thoughts on that? Well, it's going to be tough uh, against UConn. <laughs> Fuck uh, Michigan and their scheduling, man. Damn. I watched 10 seconds of that Hawaii game and I said, this shit, this should have been UCLA. Can you imagine adding that game to the slate? On yeah. today's slate, 
Yeah, would have been so much better. I mean, I love Jim Harbaugh. I'm, I like Jim Harbaugh. I'm a fan, but at the same time, like such a bitch move. Schedule that out of conference schedule, man. Yeah, I, I think McCarthy's going to light it up because UConn uh, lost Taquan Roberson. But even if they had Taquan Roberson, they would have fucked up UConn anyway because um, they're not there yet. But they do look better than before. So I mean, I think I think McCarthy is better than McNamara. So yeah, at this point, that's the way it yeah. looks. Yeah. Um, Kentucky, Patty C. I told you. I told Bravo. You. <laughs> Nicely done. I'm telling you, today, man, this season so far, I'm, I'm coming out swinging. That one was uh, not uh, conclusive till very late, but Kentucky got it done. You know what was conclusive? Me and NT Nick were talking about this one. I was very glad to see that Mike's, uh, Mark Stoops, because Kyle Whittingham failed me a little bit, and I love Kyle Whittingham. Yeah. But, but, Florida was basically beating them on like one or two plays with, with a run pat, like a, a rollout with, with AR 15. Right. Yeah. Pretty tough and, to stop. Yeah. But I just said like, put a spy on him and then like, or blitz that side or not, not, not even that side, but just be more aggressive on that play. Like that was, they were running that repetitively. I thought in that game, yeah. well, uh, he came back to life uh, or back to earth. I should say in this one, he's 14 of 35, 143 and two picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so not good. that's not that great. There was another game where uh including a pick six. Including a pick six? Yeah. yeah. You're uh, that our early uh what preseason or yeah, a few weeks ago conversation about is AR fifteen good or not? There's a feather in your cap for that one because those aren't those aren't great numbers. And I think he's gonna be very good, but like to me, Kyle Whittingham should have made some adjustments. I thought and put more pressure on him to to uh, just feel uncomfortable, and I didn't think they did a good job of doing that. Stoops did. Shout out to yeah. Kentucky doing this without Chris I mean, Rodriguez Jr. That's like uh, the 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 Louisville um, UCF game Friday night. They made the adjustment on Plumley. He's not yeah. a, a polished like passer that can read defenses yeah. yet. And all of a sudden, that offense, you know, came to a grinding halt. If uh, and I guess uh, Stoops Stoops did the same thing, and Whittingham didn't, which yeah. is strange because Whittingham is probably the most qualified of all of those dudes, defensively speaking. I agree. I agree. Uh, are we at all concerned that Oklahoma only scored thirty three points against Kent State's defense? Probably should be a little concerned about Oklahoma, yes. But um, again, I don't think we should have super high expectations. But well, the, the good news is, is they have Nebraska on deck, and their defense can't stop anything. That's true. They'll probably look great next week. <laughs> but for uh, Big Twelve play, a little bit concerning, definitely. Yeah, the airport got their ass whooped at Texas State. I was on the right side of that one. I was on the wrong side. Of it. I took UMass plus like thirty or twenty nine or something. Toledo whooped UMass's ass. Uh, <laughs> North Texas handled Texas Southern Arizona State. Patty C mm. lost. Uh, man, this was a terrible. If you bet Arizona State, you had to be hating life because this was like a twenty. This was like a twenty four seventeen game. I feel like with like ten minutes left, and the final score was thirty four seventeen, including a l very late uh, touchdown that that would really ruined you with if you had the points. Um, what was the uh, what was the spread on that one? Twelve, if memory serves me correct. Brutal. Um. So that's tough, tough sledding there, but nice win for Gundy and OK State. And uh, then you have LSU destroyed Southern. Tell me you saw that fan video. Uh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> this dude is high on some shit. Yeah, for sure. Check out, uh, folks, follow at 
TCE on SGPN. All right. You'll thank me later or later because that video is absolutely fucking hilarious. He looks bewildered. He looks like confused. <laughs> and he's like really like shocked and kind of dismayed that the police are apprehending him. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, motherfucker, you are in a football play right now. Yeah, yeah, the play going? was going on. It was so great. You could see a play happening. <laughs> Ten yards away from him. Absolutely fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> I locked up Rice against McNeese, minus 10 and a half. Boom. I hope you bet that, folks. Shop that was a great play. They, they killed uh, McNeese, right? Yeah. The 52 spread was to 10. 10. 52 to 10. Dude, Rice was somewhat impressive to me against USC. That spread yeah. was 10 and a half, and they won by 42. 42. Yeah. Nice Talk play. To Talk to me, buddy. Uh, USC did take care of Stanford, and USC did look really good. I still thought refs bot i mean refs hurt stanford's chances because i don't know how they overturned that uh that that touchdown in the corner of the end zone i didn't think there was any proof to overturn that but um usc is is a little concerning for me because all of the highlight plays that i've seen are them just having better athletes on the perimeter than both of the teams they've played at a, at a certain point come you know postseason playoff whatever that's not going to be the case anymore. You got to be able to lean on something else. Oh, I'm telling you, I know, I know what's going to happen with USC. So far, so good. I predicted all this um, with with the Trojans, but we'll see in a couple of weeks when they head to Corvallis. Um, Stanford, I think Stanford might be a little bit better than what I thought they were. Yeah, I think they might be a little bit better than what I thought they were. Um, Lane Elliott in the chat says uh, Tulane covered easily versus Alcorn. Let's give Michael Pratt credit for having a very handsome performance today. <laughs> he also said Stanford game was painful. I don't know. Like, I thought Stanford's offense was actually moving the ball a little bit. I know their defense got torched. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tulane rolls. Willie Fritz <laughs> getting it done. Um, all right, we're going to talk about a few more games, and we'll get out of here, folks. But what a week. What a week. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by Sleeper. Yeah, Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. And it is a game-changing product. I don't like anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by by playing their new over-under game. So uh, this game's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. You can pick... You can pick two or more players you like, and based on the stat projection, uh, you select the over or under. It's a lot of fun. I did it with Jalen Berger, who got a touchdown for Michigan State today, and I did it with a few other players. Check it out. I highly recommend it. Uh, Join our uh, our. uh, So right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at Sleeper at Sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Once again, that is promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Yeah. The home of competition. Um, look, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our NFL Survivor Contest, which if you're listening to this, you can still get in. Hop in now and reserve your spot. It's free to enter. $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the uh, to the SGPN store winner. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader uh, is a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the di- uh, different sign-up codes and promo codes from Sportsbook to Sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible, which I like to do. Uh, it's also uh, has a bet tracker, so you can keep keep records, and it just organizes all your shit. It's fantastic. Go to oddtrader.com slash bluewire. Oddtrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. 
We're also brought to you by a good old Sling. Yeah, Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right, Patty C, we're in the final stretch of this, but, man, Virginia Tech bounced back, got that dub. Look good at home. Lane was rocking. Lane was rocking. You, 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 you is it? Uh, I did see. Uh, I did see Lane rocking. Turn. Yeah, are you changing I think your uh, uh, Brent Pry definitely needed that one. A nice recovery over another, you know, rival of sorts. So yeah. that'll appease the uh, Hokie fan base. Yeah, and then I locked up ULM. Minus, we all three locked up ULM. How about that? Minus. What, I wrote your guys' coattails on that one. 35-7? Your boy Boom. Dundee's on fucking fire today, folks. Dundee was on fire. I know fire. I'm coming off like a jackass because I'm bragging, but I'm telling you, I was on fire today. I let me, let up- me throw my D in the air here a little bit. Let's go. Cincinnati, easily covering 28 and a half against Kennesaw State, one by 53. Uh, what was another huge spread that I – oh, Minnesota. I yeah. want to say one by about 53 or so uh, with a 37-point spread. And uh, you know who I actually took? Uh, thinking that it was going to rain harder today with this hurricane off the coast of Mexico. Didn't actually rain, but I still took uh, Alabama State to cover against uh, and uh, UCLA and locked it, and boom, that one hit too. Boom. Well, you know what I locked? I locked Oregon minus minus 21 against Eastern Washington, and they won by uh, 56. Boom. boom, and I gave that one to my guy, Magic Man Blanco, for his birthday. Hopefully he cashed that one. Um, Battle of I-10 happened, New Mexico State and UTEP. UTEP wins by seven. Patty C, New Mexico State covers for us. Starting to worry still about my. This was a game. This was a game. I thought it was. I thought I could get the dub here. Seven point loss. I see signs of improvement. <laughs> the most unreasonable amount of love for Jerry Kill of any human being alive. Uh, you may be right there. This might be a Lance Leopold play in the end. We'll Give it see. some time. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Baylor BYU is absolutely batshit crazy. BYU missed like 30 fucking kicks. They're so lucky they won this fucking game. But humongous friggin' win, though, dude. Yeah. So huge. Shit was crazy in Provo. Jaron Hall is a fucking beast. Shout out to BYU getting it done. What do you what do you make of that win? I think Jaron Hall needs to take off and run more often. He did it when it counted, you know, like Bryce, uh, Bryce Young did. But I think there's still just the slightest aspect of him wanting to be a thrower that's like no you win you do what you have to do to win and that needs to be the only thing you're thinking about not trying to be like an nfl guy that throws first you know you fucking do what get a first down you know but he did it when it counted they got the win and byu is still very much a threat for the playoffs at this point in my opinion there we go there we go Move, move along yeah is oregon a letdown spot for byu perhaps they got to go to eugene that's gonna be an interesting one uh mississippi state shout out to nick he covered he locked this one and he cashed i was on the wrong side i took the points in like what was it 12 arizona left a lot of points like a lot of field goals they kept going for fourth downs now mississippi state was the clear-cut better team but and you're right state, uh delora is impressive yeah he, i'm telling he, you they're gonna beat some they're gonna, they're gonna be beating some teams in the in the pac-12 uh but shout out to nc nick and, and shout out to coach leach friend of the program for getting it done Patty, see, I'm going to close the show with this. My beavers, my fucking beavers. Um, that's a new song I want to sing. Where, where's my, where's my clip? 
Where, where's my clip? Nice beaver. Who locked this one, though? The end of this game was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oregon State took the lead with like two minutes left. Then Jake Hayner drives all the way down the field, scores with like a minute left, right? Oregon State drives all the way down to the one-yard line, but there's only three seconds left. Go they, for it. No, he goes to kick a field goal, but Tedford tries to ice the kicker. Smith gets pissed off. Actually, it was from the three. It wasn't from the one. It was from the three. Smith gets pissed off, takes his kicking unit off the field, brings his offense back out. He Says has I'm going it. for this fucking win. Oh, and he get and he got it on like a. Uh, uh, on would they a, have tied it with the field goal? Yeah, it would have went to overtime with the field goal. He went for the win, and he got it. Talk in about Fresno, your all time backfire. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> hilarious game watching in the sports book. Oregon State wins 35-32. All these games are fucking fantastic today. I love this fucking sport, and I love you folks out there for listening. Patty C, what was the who's who gets the game ball here? Who gets the who gets the game ball? Like, is it App State? Is it just the Sun Belt? Do we just is that too obvious? No, give it to them. Give it to App State and give it to the Sun Belt. Yeah, the Sun Belt. Absolutely impressive performances today. The first time in the history since the inception of the AP poll in 1936 that Notre Dame, Nebraska, and uh, A&M all lost in the same day, and it was all at the hands of the same fucking little old Sun Belt Conference. Yeah, and fuck you preseason polls are putting Notre Dame at number five. All right? Yeah. They look like Oops. they'll be lucky to be six and six this year the way they look. All right? <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Subscribe to the college. I'm in Vegas. I want to fucking go. Uh, I mean, I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired. I want to get some sleep. All right, folks, this is the College Football Experience Week 2 Reaction Show. Appreciate you tuning in. Subscribe on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also, and wherever you listen to podcasts at, uh, check out the college football experience. Also, check out the college basketball experience as we're doing team previews there. Season tips November 6th. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast and uh, hop in the Discord channel and talk some college ball with us, folks. It's a lot of fun. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience. Uh, folks have a great one. All right. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Check that door for heat, Sam. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride.